When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. D-O-I in apostrophe I never get. I played it for my whole family. It's my favorite song. We sang it around the um, Thanksgiving really? table. Yeah, I played it a lot for my family. They did not have the same enthusiasm for it. Oh my god, my family was crazy. Well, I also told them that they were in it. <laughs> my, yeah, my uh, my family and extended family just went. It went bananas. It was. It a went bu- viral. It went viral. It was bacchanal. It went viral in the Zucker home. <laughs> it was so crazy. Well, hi, 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 podcast listeners. We uh. You know, we, as I said, we're very busy people. We haven't been able to get our shit together. We have not been able to get our shit together with the holidays and like, our charitable work. Our, without a doubt. And, I mean, and all the marching. The mar- So many marches. And so I march for everything. I do too. I like to harass people at marches. <laughs> Sexually, I mean. Can I, since we're on this, what yeah. is the thing about taking your dick out in public? I don't know why people have a thing. Like... <laughs> That's uh, how we all came into the world, you know, yeah, with our not, with our peas and our uh, this V's. whole this whole idea of publicly jerking off in front of somebody or jerking off in some like jerking off feels like it's the thing you do when you don't have somebody. Right. And I don't like I don't even watch watch myself jerk off. Like honestly, if I not ca- even like when you watch the playback? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, then I do. I yeah. just to see performance. Right. Yeah. But I don't even right. like like if I catch my reflection uh-huh. in my laptop screen, right? It's like it's the boner's gone. Or you can't look at yourself in the little FaceTime circle, the little box at the corner. <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah, I definitely. If I if I I'm not doing that, but if I that that would that would be really bad. Yeah, I I would have to put my thumb over that. I'm more impressed with like how many people will jerk off in front of someone they just met. Like the confidence. Like did their parents not teach them humility? No, and isn't like I don't know, half the fun of jerking off is the shame. Yeah, it's like well the way I look at I, I view it as like people who shit with the door open. Yeah. Like have some Yeah. Have some privacy. Keep have some, some mystery to it. Yeah, like do no. something, but just sit there and just hi, nice to meet you and then just start violently jerking off. I don't it feels it's a power I I'm not gonna look, I don't like to judge. Right. If that's what people like in a consenting relationship. I'm slightly like impressed because I don't have that kind of confidence. No, my God. Like None. I I'm impressed with the level of confidence. I can't pee if there's other people at nearby urinals. 
let alone I can't pee when I'm talking to someone on the phone. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I'm just kidding. I can do that yeah. too. Yeah, I did it today with you. Did you? Yeah. Which, and by peeing, I mean jerking off, pooping and jerking off, <laughs> pooping and jerking. Off. Isn't that how you do it? <laughs> I think that's how you're supposed to do you're it. You're such a girl. You don't know how we do it. <sighs> it's the poop jerk. So how was your how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I uh, talk to me. You know, I went and, and I did some volunteer work. Did you really do volunteer work? I did. Is this what? What did you do? I went to the laugh factory. That's not volunteer. Oh, that's right. They had like a what? Yeah, they, like, I passed out turkeys like Nino Brown in New Jack City. Yeah, you serve. I serve the homeless. That's pretty cool. And they come to the laugh factory. Uh-huh. They, uh, Jamie does it every uh, Thanksgiving. Christmas. Now, do you? Are, is it just food, or is it food in a show? It's food and a bit of a show, but I don't think they seem very interested in the show aspect of it. Really hungry people <clears throat> are not, um... Yeah. I, you know, one thing I kept waiting for, because I was like, it's L.A. homeless, and it never happened, but I kept waiting for someone to say, like, is this gluten-free? Yeah, no, Or is I this know. organic? You know, I have a peanut allergy. Can you please make sure that... Could you go ask the chef? I Believe me. Never happened, but I fully was waiting for someone to say... Is this organic? I have frequently, and again, when you do something this like have this, dairy. <laughs> I, when you do something like this, you're not looking for like a praise. You're just doing it to put good in the world. But like, I know I didn't I, even take a selfie or post it. You didn't even know that I did it. I didn't even know until you asked me. Now we know. Uh-huh. Couldn't wait to bring it up. Um, Could have said I like paid bums <laughs> to fight each other or something. <laughs> That would seem much more accurate, and y'all wouldn't have gone, really? Wow. But from the time I lived in New York the first time, whenever I had leftover food, you'd always bag it, and then you'd see somebody yeah. who was on the streets, and you'd give them the food. And it was just like this this done deal, and usually they were like, a lot of them were mentally ill or drug addicts, and so you weren't looking for a thank you. It was just like, oh, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. That's great. But out here, and this has happened to me more times than I care to think about. When I used to live in Mar Vista in Venice, mm-hmm. But I would go to a restaurant, I'd bring some stuff over, I'd see somebody, obviously, you know, homeless, yeah. and I would hand them, I go, here you go, it's like, what is it? And I go, no, it's actually pretty good, it's like a, a shrimp jambalaya, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't love shellfish. Yeah. It's like... You, There's a pickiest... The, we have very picky homeless, I mean, God bless them, I mean, they're setting some standards for themselves, but you do... But, fe- yeah, it's, it's truly, or if you're in Silver Lake, you're handing food to someone who, like, runs their own business. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, you clearly you need this. Oh, absolutely. And you're like, uh, and then I'm a the CEO of a company and I'm vegan. I'm like, that's why you look like that. Or, oh. you're, like, you're, or you're, you're, you're outside. Like, there's a thing, you know, you put like, say, you're, the things you couldn't sell at a garage sale. So you have like, I had an old chair that I like just didn't fit in my house. Perfectly fine chair. Comfy. And I said, well, just put it out on the curb because everybody takes everything. There's people who just like go back. Oh, yeah thing was there for like four weeks and I saw they took my neighbor's broken basketball hoop and I had a perfectly working chair and they didn't take that. But they took the broken. Yeah. Basketball hoop. So that just what a, what a nod to the, your taste in furniture. They did not love my, my, my denim chair <laughs> with black lacquered legs. I don't know why. Maybe it was the cum stains that were all over. It, it might probably, have been. It could have ruined it. When I was a kid growing up, my dad worked at a, we worked at a chemical plant. And he would obviously just get caps and free, uh-huh. you know, from every. And he and at one point he would just stack them on top of the garbage on garbage day. And then the next day, all the garbage men would be like, they all free caps. They're like they're all supporting the the chemical plant that, that he worked at. That's amazing. Yeah, but he was like he wouldn't put them in. He would leave them on top just to you know like uh-huh. let them you know have a grab at. Or if he had like a pair of shoes that still looked somewhat decent, he would put them on top of the. What do you do? This is a totally 1% question, but what what do you do with all your screeners that you get? You know, there's a, there's a place out here that somebody will 
take them. You you go and drop them off. Should we explain screeners to people? Screeners in Hollywood. Very Hollywood. <laughs> no, right around any award season, if you're at all free DVDs. Is what yeah, it but is. yeah, but if you're like in town, you get every TV show, and I'll talk about this. Is the thing that really it sounds like so stupid, but Netflix has a lot of fantastic TV shows. But what they do is they send you these elaborate boxes, you know, for your consideration of DVDs, the very business they are not in. Like, right. It, like, they're Netflix. Why don't they just give you a link or a membership? For, it, 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 I think it's crazy. It's, well, it's insane. And it's also like, I mean, we're, you know, it's like Christmas come early. You get a copy of everything before it comes out. And the reason the for your consideration thing is that we'll, we are eligible to vote. Yes. If you're a member of, of the like any guild, any guild write act, you know, writers or screen actors, so then yeah. you get these free what's called screeners. What I do is I either give them the family. Me too. Or there's a person I'll tell you I, I don't have the information off the top of my head, but you can drop them off and they'll send them to the troops. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because you know they're watermarks, so you can't. I know, I know. Right, so if you go and give them to this you, particular individual, idea. and then they send them all to the troops. Oh, that would piss off my in-laws so much. Right. I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> you have to do it because now my in-laws sort of come over, and they're a little bit like sort of the homeless people return, to, like with the like with the free food. But it's like, oh, this I don't know. I heard that wasn't very good. It's yeah. free. It's in theaters. Really, it's not good enough for you to steal from me. Right. And they're like, nah, or or if you give them and go like, oh, did you watch any of those screens? I didn't really like any of them. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Fucker. I know, ingrates. Ugh. All I want is to be treated like a hero and a savior. I know, and I've always wanted that, and it's yet to happen within my family. Oh, man. Well, I mean... Does I'm, it happen with you, with your family? It does. It does. I mean, I think my family, it depends. There's certain people who in my family who have come to expect things, so the magic is gone. Yes, that so, happens a lot with so, me. It's so just the, like, Jenny, make this go to go. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's So the magic sure. is on. But I have other people who are very, very grateful. They're the ones I like to give to. Yeah. But the people my family is better than yours, is, I guess, the moral of the You story? have more of them. Uh, do I have more family than you? Yeah, I've got like two people, I think, three. Oh, that's true. You do. Yeah. I used to, and then I got married into a family. Oh, see, that's what divorce will do. Oh, <laughs> cuts the fat. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk. Well, what? How? I haven't seen you in a while. Part of the reason we thought we'd try this is an experiment. We haven't. We the first couple episodes we did where we just talked about our week. And yes. Our life and loves. Yes. But we've had guests all the way through, but because we couldn't get it together, I literally haven't seen you since the last time we podcast. This is actually our catching up. This is our catching up. So we've, I'm, we're going to just interview each other. It's also what you, in, we'll give you some behind the scenes stuff, but it's uh, pilot writing season. It's, yes. it's, it's, a, and it's all consuming. And so you, you know, you'll look around and you'll see a lot of like distressed people in coffee shops, the douchey ones who like to write in coffee shops are yeah. distressed. Are distressed writing the normal ones that write from home? Yeah, yeah, or we're hotels. Just, yeah, we're way better. <laughs> now, um, so what? How's it going with you, writing wise? Yes, going good. Getting notes back. Cracking, uh -huh. You know, it's it's one of those fun things of getting you know turning something in and feeling really accomplished, and, and then a few days go by and you get your notes back and you're like, why do I should go back to producing news? I know. I <laughs> no, I know. I didn't even have a backup career, so for me, I just I oh, should go back. Yeah. I should so just go really kill myself. <laughs> go on. Well, so then, then I do stand up on the side too. So uh -huh. I've been uh, doing a bit of that as well. You've been all over the place. I have. I opened for Nick Swartzen. It was in Houston a few weeks ago, 
and your hometown my hometown which was really fun because it was like right after the world series oh man so the city was it must have been bananas it was so much fun oh i can't even imagine it was so so much fun and we did like at the houston improv like three shows two shows a night so it was like super fun super hectic and and did it did appreciative crowds awesome well because i'm opening for nick and nick's crowds are amazing you know it's like I remember the first time I was opening for him uh, a few years ago, and I he asked me to open for him at the Mirage in Las Vegas, uh-huh. and I that was the biggest show like I had ever ever done, and I was so fucking nervous, and I I was having lunch with a fellow comedian Anthony Jeselnik, love him, and I was telling him I'm like I just man Nick asked me to open up for him at the Mirage, and oh my you know what if I fuck up you know yeah. like I'm I'm just like not sleeping I'm going over my shit and. Anthony and his very, you know, yeah. cool tone goes, they didn't buy tickets to see you. That's he was great. like, even if you suck, who fucking cares? Yeah. They came to see Nick. If you even do halfway decent, great. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, I'm telling you, that was the best piece of advice because all the pressure was that washed away. I was like, thank you for that. Who would have thought Anthony Jeselnik would give you uplifting advice? <laughs> he, You wouldn't think it, but... No, he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. I've opened yeah. for him before, too. And um, but I opened for my friend Brad Williams, who's also I super funny. I love Brad. I love I him. I saw him with you at, uh, was it the Laugh Factory? Mm-hmm. It was truly one of the funniest sets. Brad's a little person. He's a little person. He has some incredibly funny specials that are on Showtime. Oh, I have to. Oh, you have. I have got to see those. Oh, you ha- yeah. They're really, really funny. Brad's story about being thrown out of Disneyland. That's one of the greatest. It's stories. one of the greatest things because he's at Disneyland. And as I said, with his nephew, <laughs> with his nephew, like a six year old nephew. And he's a little person. He gets tossed out. I don't remember the circumstances of it. Well, it was like so. No, because some guy comes up to him and goes, hey, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. And he was like, well, and I'll tell you, because it's not that bad. You know, being like the midget of the hour, he yeah. said. He goes, and it's better to be Peter Dinklage than Wee Man when somebody just kicked me in the nuts and throw me in a shopping <laughs> cart. <laughs> but the but the image of him getting thrown out and all the kids thinking, like, and all the kids one crying, of, one of the seven dwarves is leaving, <laughs> and then he's like, so one of the kids is going, "What are they doing to Snow White's friend?" And he said he just was walking out. Oh, I'm not happy. I'm not- <laughs> that is. At that he just I've seen him twice with you. Oh, he's hilarious. And he kills. He kills. He's so and he's animated. Like Can he, he has act? so much energy. He is, does he act? He does act. He was just recently in this it was a Netflix movie called Little Evil that had oh, yeah. Adam Scott. Yeah. Like Bridget Everett was in it, Crystalia, yeah. Brad was in it. Oh, I gotta see it. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like uh you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, the Damien. Oh yeah, but but it's completely silly. Oh, I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, but he he's he's a great guy, and he's always super nice about inviting me to open up for him at certain shows. So he, he's he's just amazing. He's really funny. Yeah, you, so you, you've gotten some quality. I mean, you your rise. Can I describe it as meteoric? One could say it's a. It's I mean, a, when did you start doing stand up in earnest? Two years ago. It would be like three years in the spring, so two and a half, two and a half years ago. Okay, but that's like they're just for the audience. Yeah, you can be doing this for like six years before you're headlining or you're doing anything like that. And last night, Jenny's name was like on the light up market. I got the market. This was like the fourth time I got it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you are not. You've got to learn from some people on. Some mutual friends we have on Instagram, how to self promote a little bit better. I try to promote without annoying. 
I know, but I, but it's a really difficult thing to do to like like you you want the people who follow you to still you know stick with you. Yeah, but you can't just have every post be like I'm gonna be at the such and such at seven. You know, like no, but you could. I mean, you're, you're you are, like under the fucking. To have your name and lights. I know with the, my picture and, and shit. Your right picture? Now. It's ridiculous. And a good picture. Yeah, not what I look like now, but like, oh my god, no, no. I know I'm like standing under it. I'm like that's me, and everyone's driving by like fuck you. It's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's your hot? Young, who's your hot younger sister? <laughs> I'm just before kidding. you started doing math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you are. It was really the faces of math going from you in the. No, I'm just kidding. For those of you who Jenny is beautiful. She's like I'm completely really made up. Hot POA, She's wearing yeah. a sequin gown. Who are you wearing? Johnny sequin gown. Johnny sequin gown. By the way, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. He's fabulous is what we like to say in the fashion world. Any big gigs coming up? Uh, big gigs. I don't really know what I have coming up. I think oh, yeah. I have something at some point over Christmas in Houston, maybe. Yeah, I don't really know. I've been doing so. I've been working on a pilot. That's what we were. Yeah, yeah. But tell me, how's that? So you're doing a second pass of your outline? Yes. I just finished my second pass of my outline. So just for those of you who like, here's the process of. It's amazing that anything ever gets made, ever. It's truly amazing. If you know like how much. When, when people go, God, there's so much crap on TV. And you're like, you wouldn't believe this stuff is in the garbage can. Yeah, it's, like, it's unbelievable. Unfucking fucking believable. There's, there's some great pilots that just never made it. But just even to get to that point. So just to sell a pilot is amazing. I know. Sell a pitch is amazing. I know. So basically, like for every hundred or so pitches the network hears, let's say, let's, I'll just go even 50. For every 50 pitches they hear, they buy five scripts, maybe. Or maybe they buy... You know, there's some ratio. Let's say 100, they buy 10 scripts. Right. In comedy. So then you make it through that ratio. And then for every one of those 10 scripts that they buy, they maybe make two or three of those. They after the cast and yeah, shoot a pilot. And actually shoot a pilot. And then of that, maybe one. maybe one gets on the air. So now you have like, let's say you're starting the network season or whatever with like, you know, 10 promising new shows on the air. So you've made it through every single one of those hurdles. And now you get on the air and it's almost like nine out of 10 are done after episode five. Like they're, they're just done. And you can like, I've had, you know, I've had moments in my career where it was just, it was a long succession of like, either writing a pilot and getting a show on and having it canceled quickly or getting on somebody else's show that was a new show and having it canceled quickly. It's just so much has to go right. So yeah. And now you have to hope that the show you're on doesn't have a pervert. That is that I know. That's a whole other curveball that now <laughs> No, I know. <laughs> you, could, you could actually have a successful show, but if the lead is a perv. Yeah. Or the yeah, 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 or or sometimes like if you're a perv. Well, yeah, but you just keep it to yourself. Oh, that's true. Because I'm, I'm not. Just, just don't, just don't take it to work. No, I think about that all the time. These poor people who are like working on all these like Louis C.K. shows, and it's like there's like really good people associated with all of these shows who he just fucked over so oh, hard. I mean, like there was an animated series he was doing. Like the animators were like, so I saw one yeah. wrote, wrote something like, yeah. hey, "Thanks a lot," you know. No, everybody. It's like it's it's. 
No, you it may, it, the craft service person, the fucking you know somebody that drives a golf cart across the fucking no, lawn, or so, like you. You're lucky, and then like everybody, you fuck like, everyone, and even you know? a show that he's not on, like an acclaimed show, like you know, I'm sure that Baskets is right now. Yeah, like they're like, well, what the fuck do we do? I mean, his his name's on the fucking thing. Well, uh, one Mississippi that was uh, Tig's show. Oh yeah, he, but I think that he just was like. They just pulled his name as an executive producer. I think the show is still. I think and she's, I think Baskets and, is still. And I also think she was one of the early ones to come out against him. Yeah. So I think she has a little bit of credibility. You know, I think, I don't know. They're talking about doing Transparent without Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. I, I mean, mean just, I don't know. Well, it's like House of Cards without Kevin Spacey. I know. They're so, I mean. But they are going to go ahead and do it. They're going to, I mean, I could, I've. I could see where they could do a spinoff maybe with like Robin. Yeah, right? well, Robin's great. But still, it's like... Did you, can I ask you a question? Sure. I felt so stupid. Did you know about Kevin? this about Kevin Spacey? It was one of those things that I had just like... I knew he was gay, but I, uh, everybody was I knew, gay. But yeah, I knew he was gay. That was a, that, that that was was a, a terribly bu- kept secret. But it was... I had maybe heard a long time ago that, oh, yeah, he likes young... You know, like... I didn't hear like an aggression thing. Because apparently everybody had... It, I like, I just didn't know. I guess I've never worked with him or anything. But but he everybody attractive. Man. Every yeah, I mean, like, well, he never touched me. Therefore, I mean, therefore, how that's he, how could he re? How that's could he, not fair. I saw a great meme on him, like because you know he came out the first thing he was caught. He goes, "I'm gay." Yeah. But I saw like a meme, and it's him in a car being pulled over by a cop, and him just going, "I'm gay." <laughs> <laughs> Smoking crack, like I'm gay. I'm gay. That was tr- truly like the worst, most offensive coming out. It was of all time. Like oh he didn't God. deny what he had done. He like acknowledged it and then just said, by the way, I'm get like, yeah, I'm going to come out. Okay. Like, so the Bible belt people who already believe that, that gay every people gay person is predatory is a, is a, you know, a pedophile. You just backed up their claim, you know, like, I know Billy Eichner wrote some good stuff on that. Billy Eichner. Yeah. He was a lot of people that yeah. I, and, and fair enough as well. They should be offended by someone coming out in that way it's so terrible it was it's awful. literally selling like you especially as a gay person you had you'd have to know like this is what we're accused of all the time yeah and so my first defense is to sell out everybody right oh uh, i mean the louis ck it's like me robbing a diamond store and going i'm jewish yeah <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> like coming out it's like it's okay. i'm jewish so it's, it's like it's fine to be expected yeah. you know I thought it was interesting when it's someone that like Sarah Silverman had a really great kind of like monologue thing about Louie yeah. on her Hulu show. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. And it was because, you know, her and Louie have been like been BFFs for like 25 years or something like that. And it's really difficult. And this is something I always go around in circles with my mom about things when somebody, you know, something comes out and they're in it. And my mom is very conservative Republican. So it's always. Well, you know, if a Republican does something, she well, you know, what Bill Clinton did. I go, this is we're not talking about Bill Clinton. You know, no. we're talking, and it really the sexual harassing, uh, molesting, you know, molestation, whatever. It has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. No. This is not a political no, every, issue. No, 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 no political party has is, a, has a monopoly on perverts. Everyone, there's plenty of perverted Democrats. There's plenty, plenty of, of perverted, perverted Repo- Republicans. I mean, that yeah. has nothing to do with anything. It's it's when there's someone like. You know, when everything came out with Bill Cosby, like yeah. it was hard for people to wrap their head around someone when you've loved someone for so long. Oh, it's hard. It's so hard for, I, I don't know if it's just Americans of just human nature. It's really hard to go, wow, I was wrong. No, I know. And and to, to acknowledge, and when it's someone that you really, 
you know, I didn't give a shit about Harvey Weinstein. I had always heard he was a pervert. So to hear, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> one fuck of our, him. Our, yeah. One of our closest friends. One was, of our former podcast guests, yeah, Lauren. Yeah, yeah Lauren. I, mean, I had heard that story from Lauren for years. For years. For absolute years. And so when we were like, you, me, and Lauren were group texting, and we were even like, Sending oh my picture. god you know like holy shit the you know the potted plant story oh i forgot about that then all of a sudden i was in my car going down laurel canyon to the laugh factory to do a set on a friday and lauren texted me and she was like dude dot dot <laughs> and i went what she's like it's everywhere no i know do you know that the guy who wrote the first one with her so lauren was cornered in a restaurant for those of you who don't know by harvey weinstein and in, 10 years ago, 10 years ago was was like actually pushing the corner. Lauren is this tiny little thing. And Harvey's this big ape. And he he tried to kiss her. She like sort of backed into like a little alcove, said no. And then he was like, well, just stand there. I'm going to jerk off. Just, right? He was like, just stand there. Be quiet. And then just, just yes, like took his dick out started jerking off. And she's like, they were, you know, away from the crowded, yeah, you know, like yeah. he, he had said he was the owner of a restaurant uh-huh. and he was like an investor. Yeah. And that he had told like a chef and then maybe somebody else was down there to leave. Uh-huh. And when I guess Harvey's people contacted the guy that was like mm-hmm. the general manager, like one of the owners or something that, that was there that night, contact him after Lauren's story. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, it was so great. And the guy said he, he gave this interview, I think it was to the Hollywood reporter and said, the moment I read Lauren's story, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. He goes, that night, I remember my chef comes in my office and says, that's it, I quit. Some big fat fuck just came down with a woman and shoved a $100 bill on my chest and told me to get the fuck out. Yeah. And he said, I'm not going to be treated like this. You know, and so the the general manager guy goes, well, let's go like show me where. And he said, as they came around the corner, they never saw Lauren, not once, not but all they saw was Harvey buckling his pants and then saw that he had what he had left over. Yeah. They see. saw his jizz. Yeah. And he said, we were so like dumped, like no way that we're didn't, like in. Didn't they mention another time when he had like jerked off into like an empty soup tureen there was something like, like there was like it was like on a pot or like yeah, a, pot. a pan or something like that and wow. it was like so that wasn't even the first time he had you know and oh my, i know and it's it's so like for, so it's so for someone to hear that story and someone like him i don't have to wrap my head around that he's not who i thought he was no, of course not now like there's someone it's someone that you like like Kevin Spacey, I don't have any feeling, no. you know, left or right about it. But like Louis C.K. is a comedian, as a of like course. he's one of the most it's brilliant, the most disappointing st- in the world. It's super disappointing. But then I'm like, you know, I don't know him. We don't know him. I, you know, I wanted to believe because of the way that he delivers his 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 stand up and the way that he seems so honest and the way he is kind of awkward and 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 it makes you feel like as a person listening, going, yeah, I, I'm not so fucked up, you know, like, oh, he's you know, he's successful, but just like yeah. a normal and then to find out that that you know that he did these things to these women and, and one of the comedians actually Rebecca Corey I know pretty well yeah. and I didn't even realize that she was one of the people until that came out and, and then I, I know f- two people two women who have not even come forward oh I'm sure for for everyone that's yeah, come I mean, forward heard, I, how many are- I got a I got a tearful phone call from somebody I know this is many years ago who was like you know he, she was like, you know, she basically like Louis was in, like is into her. It's like, oh my god, he thought my comedy was good. Go, that's right. amazing. That's amazing. And then he cornered her and and did that. Did and he then, jerk off or did he? Yeah, yeah. 
But well, the, with Rebecca, he didn't jerk off. He just asked her if he could just masturbate in front of her, oh. and she was like, "No, but thank you." Like, yeah, you know, she didn't say no, but thank you. But she was like on a pilot <laughs> for that. Um, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Oh wow! And she's you know here she was this she goes I'm not going to be the one that shuts down production. Yeah. For, and he was a guest star, and you know, if and for you know I saw. Rebecca has this wonderful uh, foundation thing that she does. It's called Stand Up for Pits, and she helps oh. rescue pit bulls that have been in oh, these wow. like dog fighting yeah. rings. The the Tony Craddock, who's the guy that Dewey goes to the daycare, uh-huh. he works with Rebecca on rehabilitating these dogs oh. and then putting them up for adoption. And so she does such wonderful things. And you know, I see like she has her public Instagram and a private one and our private one. There was like a thing and people with her picture as one of the you know, Jesus. and she goes for working for 20 something years in this business and this is the you know this is a publicity i you know, I fucking, know. and and you have to you know that's not the public you know no, of course. you're strong for doing that but i understand i would feel the same way it's like i busted my ass doing all these things and this is what i'm getting and, the and recognition for i know so that's where you're like fuck you louis like i know it's really it's I, so it's, disappointing i went through the same thing i have to say with the al franken thing um, oh, Franken fucking molested you? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> no. So sorry, Danny. That's yeah, no, he, I mean, like petting, but it was, he asked and I was, it was I was reciprocal. But, um, uh, but he, when I, when I was passed out, he pretended to grab my dick. But that's plane. classic Franken. Classic Franken. Yeah. I never thought he was that funny. I always thought he was, a, but I thought he was a good senator. Yeah. Um, but it was did like you, the same. a good senator? Senator. Oh. Not senator. He's a great senator. He's a fantastic senator. But I always like feel like, I don't know. I felt, I, I was like, I did. I had to check my own instinct with that. And I was like, the when that woman, the ABC reporter right. said her story, I was like, oh, she's, I, my first instinct was, and I caught myself, was like, oh, is she a Trump supporter? Oh, this isn't right. so bad. I did this. And then I just, within seconds, like really like five seconds, I went through the whole journey and I said, wait, I just asked myself a question. If this was Orrin Hatch, yeah. would I be saying the same thing? No. And I wouldn't be. And no. so I can't be hypocritical about it. Now, look, I think people for sure will, I think there are degrees. I don't think you can put Al Franken with Harvey Weinstein. I don't even yeah. think you put Al Franken with Donald Trump, frankly. Yeah. But it's still abuse of power. It's still... It's well, the Trump thing, this was one thing that I've gone through with him is that Okay, so obviously the which now I love that he's saying the Access Hollywood thing wasn't. Did, I him. just heard that. It's, it's not, like what, you've already did, acknowledged that it where was. Where was you. that? What did he? What did he say that today? I, no, it was. I don't know if it was yesterday. I haven't. I've just been reading these little snippets about it. But has any? Okay, I mean, I guess there have been women who have said he's done maybe grabbed a leg or yeah. Said, what he said, which was him him saying you can do these things, you can. I mean, he's bragging about of course sexual so. But has he done it? Like, it's one thing to say it, but has there ever been any proof that... No, but literally women who had filed lawsuits yeah. against him prior to him the, here, yeah. the, the Access Hollywood tape described the exact actions he took, yeah. that he kissed them. I mean, he has gone out and bragged. I mean, the, the, the one thing that I always thought was amazing was a couple things, but... Oh, he's also endorsing a pedophile. So. A pedophile, yeah. but like he like bragged on Howard Stern. I actually remember when this was on because I normally would turn the channel. I've obviously a long time, um, uh, Trump, not not lover, Trump, not lover, lover yeah. Trump. But he was on, and he was bragging to Howard how about the Teen USA pageant. Oh yeah, and and how he was like, yeah, I could just walk into the dressing room, 
And it's like he was talking about, and, and I think even how, how all, you know, they're like bragging about like barging into these girls who he owns the beauty pageant. Right. And they're underage girls. Like the ultimate abuse of power. It is so motherfucking gross. He's disgusting. No, I mean, I'm not a fan. I, no, and I, I think that what he's done, I'm, I, you know, it's just that we don't know like a fact, like, like the Charlie Rose, when I read that thing about Charlie Rose, oh it was God. like. Every one of those women, it was so detailed. It's just too. But there's, but th- look, there's fourteen on the record accusers, one of whom is anonymous. Yeah, fourteen, and for Charlie Rose or for for Trump. Trump, okay, and fourteen accusations, and there is corroborating evidence in at least half of them, and it's the same level of detail as yeah. Charlie Rose. But apparently, <laughs> it's the funniest thing with Charlie Rose. For me, it was like, I never noticed. I never knew this. I never but knew John Oliver would do these bits. He's done like three of them. Once again, yeah. re- weird sexual tension on the set of CBS This Morning. Yeah. And it is all Charlie Rose being creepy. I And I, I saw that, of course, after the fact. Yeah. And it was, I didn't know. You know, it's like the, um, I, did, I didn't know if it was out of John Oliver knowing or was it like the... You know, when Seth MacFarlane made the comment about, you know, yeah. Harvey at the... And, and then on 30 Rock, they made a Harvey Weinstein, oh, you know? Was it something that they knew or was it... Is it just John Oliver going, God, look how creepy he is? I think, you somebody, know, like, I think somebody must have known. To do that, somebody must have had, like... There must have been inklings. Because just to even get the idea that CBS News this morning is yeah. creepy is... Means that... I, I think you'd have to go, like... Oh, I've heard weird things about yeah. Charlie Rose. Let's look at this. Well, it's so... What's supposed to Charlie Rose and Harvey Weinstein both fall into this category of just turning the shower on and coming out naked to these... What, what is that Look move? at... Have y'all not looked at yourselves? Like, I know. Are you Brad Pitt and Fright Club that you're coming... Like, that would be one thing. No, I could be in a committed relationship, and I'm telling you, with my body right now, lights out <laughs> before we fuck. I don't even care if I can't see you. I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll like, um, yeah. I'll miracle work. Could you put on this blindfold and miracle, go lay face down on the bed? And I'll then miracle I'll worker them. I'll feel them in that way, you know. Water. <laughs> Water. But, uh. But, but, but I'm like, Charlie Rose, it's really? Like, now to me, it's just every person that comes out that's kind of like, I guess it seems shocking. Now, now no one would surprise me. Now nothing is like, yeah, I almost see the people that are, do you think all the obvious ones have been like, I I was waiting for the other shoe to drop on Brett Ratner because I just knew a lot of people had had weird shit. Yeah. And that didn't surprise me. No, he's a scumbag. Um, but, um, but like Jeremy Piven, I mean, that also not surprising. That's not surprising. It's, you know, it's unfortunate that for someone like Jeremy Piven, who is now on the show that, is on CBS. Oh, right. And it's like, here, all these actors got the, you know, I will hear out here. I hope the show doesn't get, I know shit can because of him. No, you fuck up a lot of stuff. Oh God. Colin Joe said this really great thing on weekend update. What was it? It was, uh, about Jeremy Piven and he's like oh and, and it wasn't really surprising because most of this stuff came out in the documentary on like, <laughs> It was the greatest joke. The documentary entourage. entourage. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's so, there are, there are plenty of people that you look at, like, I mean, I was just, I always like look through all the tabloid headline, you know, stuff. Uh-huh. And I mean, every time you look, Leonardo DiCaprio's with a 22 year old model or whatever. Of course. Now, while I think it's hysterical that he's like just this tree hugging, yeah. you know, earth fucker that 
what is he talking about that shit with these girls? I mean, I don't. What it's is it? it's I fucking know. hilarious. It is right? hilarious. It's hilarious that he like will stand before you know ne- next to Al Gore, make these big speeches, and then he's with like <laughs> yeah. some girl and yeah. wearing angel wings, like yeah, wearing angel wings, right. he, you know, finishing you know, her soy f- finishing her bio one one homework. <laughs> She's got a big paper. But I will give him credit where credit's due. The guy doesn't go get married and have kids and pretend to be something he's not. No, that's true. I and you know I I always you know like. Well, Clooney was always, you know, just he's married, you know, now. Yeah. But but I mean, anyone, if if you're a single dude and you're just hooking up with chicks and hey, more power to you're not. Absolutely. No one's hurt. You're not like. Yes. You're not breaking your wife, kids. No, exactly. You know? And I, I think when and as long as you're not committing a crime, that's exactly it. If you're going out to clubs and you're hooking up with chicks that are of age, even though you're getting older and there's, you yeah. know, it's like, God bless you. Water son. They say the same age. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you fine. Go for, you know, that's not a big, it's, it's the, it's predatory. Well, like uh, fucking Bill O'Reilly, you know, oh my or, God. you know, he, God, I saw or Roger he, Ailes, Roger Ailes. I mean, it, it's this pretending to be something you're, you know, putting forth this like, Oh, this is my happy, happy life. And uh-huh. then knowing good and well behind closed doors is it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> and then it makes you wonder, like my mom will always ask me, she's like that wife. Like, I mean, poor kid, poor wife. I go, sometimes don't you think they know something? My friend used to tell me who worked, he worked at the Cosby show as a stage manager uh-huh. and his job, he was an assistant stage manager on the Cosby show was to keep pretty extras away from Bill Cosby's dressing room. And he didn't always succeed. And what he said, what they witnessed many times was Camille Cosby sitting in a chair outside the dressing room. An extra would run out usually in tears and then she would quietly walk in. But she like, she made a deal with the devil quite literally. Right. It's and like I they do, took, I, she took some blood oath or something that like. Yeah. And I have to be honest. I've had to rethink Bill Clinton a little bit because I, I, I did forget. I like Bill Clinton as a president, but well, I, but, I, but, but Bill Clinton personally is a piece of shit. I but mean, he is. On. And I, but I was, will, I have to say, I was willing to overlook that. Like I cop to it. I, 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 I think I, a lot of people, and even now, because so much time has passed, and when you see him, I mean, shit, don't you remember him on the stage kicking those balloons, and it was the funniest fucking oh my thing God. ever. He looked like a child, uh-huh. and everyone's posting, or there was that one of uh, the big bus of uh, George Sr. and George W., and he's like poking <laughs> yeah. his face yes. behind it like real yeah. childlike, and it was funny, but then you're like, go back and Google all the women's... Uh, no, and, and and by the way, like Monica Lewinsky, even though I feel bad for her because she's the one that will never live it down. Absolutely, it was consensual with her. Yeah, there. No. But the other ones, no, there's some really bad, really bad cases. shit. And by the way, he was like I said, like I've said the one thing I will say, like, well, what about Bill Clinton? I'm, I'm, I'm I am like, well, he was fucking impeached. Like he actually was impeached. So uh, if we're gonna hold. People that standard like I think it's, I still don't fully understand that. How are you impeached? But then he just continued to be. He was impeached, but not but censured. Yeah, it's it was not, like a weird impeachment. Is just a trial. It's like being found guilty in a civil trial or yes, something like that. It yeah. didn't really. Yeah, and it was just a perjury. Um. Just <laughs> just perjury, wordery. I mean, exactly. Um, but but it's hard. Like you you know people will go. You know, Trump did this. Okay, well look at some shit Hillary did. You know, she, back in the day, like there was a woman that. I think was raped at like 12 or something, not by Bill Clinton, but it was like when Hillary, like the back in Arkansas and she, you know, 
made it go away. And, I, and well, no. That, see, I always was, thought that's a, that's a Fox News myth. That one I don't agree with, only because she was, was a, a public def- one for me. <laughs> she was a she was a public defender who was assigned to defend this rapist. Now, she, maybe she shouldn't have taken the case uh, for that's sure. That's what I would be. Like. I, I, would, I would agree. I mean, that's what I. I'm, I'm really happy to see Lisa Bloom's career go away. No shit. Because she's uh, such a phony. Oh God, they're so full of shit. I know. I, well, it's so like, I don't think that you know every public defender is a bad person i don't think every you know every lawyer isn't bad it's the cases that you take when you're if you take a case and you're i mean look if if you're protecting oj simpson yeah i mean you fucking know good and well what he did and you were totally fine yeah lying lying and doing and making other people look yeah. bad to get somebody who Take committed other people down to, uh, to get that to again. protect a double murderer. I mean that how I, I guess that's that's when you meet your maker. Yeah. You know you like, deal with that. I feel the same way about like I don't know about a lot of the people who enabled it. I wasn't there were a bunch of people like I would say like even Clooney who were acting like were coming out and they were like so surprised by Harvey Weinstein. And you, that's one thing that's getting me. Is I, I'm wondering how that's all gonna because you can't, Ben Affleck. Ben, and the yeah, Matt Ben Affleck. You guys were at that, but you guys were at that fucking. You were at those parties. <laughs> oh, like there's no way you didn't. There, there was a there was a writer. I forgot what his name was. Um, who came out Rosenstein, I think. But he wrote this big article, Jew, Jew, um, about like you know. I knew and I did nothing. Oh, and he's he, like, was and he, a, he was a writer for Beautiful Girls. Beautiful Girls. It was a great piece. It was a great it was, piece. It was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But uncomfortably well written. And he yeah. called out everybody who's saying they didn't know. I thought it was yeah. like, I thought that was pretty I retweeted well. it. I was I like, too. wow, that was really, that was something because it was like, he put himself on blast. He was like, it's, everyone knew. Everyone knew. And when all the people that, you know, I heard just, you know, you know, like, trying to yeah. downplay it it does make me wonder one like one of the ones that sticks out with me was like oh Gwyneth Paltrow was one of the victims and that this was when she was dating Brad Pitt and that Brad Pitt had gone up to Harvey Weinstein and poked him in the chest and threatened to whip yeah. his ass because um he tried to massage or whatever yeah Okay, well, they, they also both went on to work with him. Again. I know, I know. That's something that people, they're like, good, Brad Pitt, you know, he's going to be, I'm like, he worked with him. I mean, like. Yeah, no, I. that I, That's the power of Harvey Weinstein that. No, it is. It takes, you have to like, just go. It takes guts. Well, he hasn't done it again. It, it, it takes guts. No, it's willful denial. It's, but it, it just goes to show you like, what a fucked up place. And, and I wonder really how like award season, like the Oscars, because. The past couple, you know, the past couple of years, it's been so every award, every acceptance speech has gotten more and more political. It's I know. been more and more preachy. It's just been. I know. And now it it can't be, you know, that there's no way that like a Meryl Streep is going to be able to get up. And I'm really looking forward to what Kimmel does with this one. Because there's, I think he's gonna go. I, I, yeah, I mean, I I'm curious to see how this is gonna go. It just makes me. I think somebody. I wish I could remember who it was. It was like instead of the in memoriam, it should just be all the people that were <laughs> harassed by <laughs> Harvey Weinstein <laughs> instead of the. That's amazing. But I mean, well, someone plays Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Groban sings Hallelujah. <laughs> but I think it's. The rest of the the world that gets so annoyed with Hollywood and the the preachiness is no. Anytime somebody can, I mean, look, we love to take down people 
for hypocrisy. Absolutely. Whether they're politicians, actors, anybody, any kind of famous person who proselytizes. So if uh, you, you do have to walk the walk if you're going to do that. The thing that gives me a lot of joy right now, I, I go to bed actually thinking about this, is how many men... Maybe women. How many men? <laughs> and then like wait, let's up, just let's just end the podcast right there. Yeah, the things uh, that gives me joy before I go to bed. How, how many men? Uh, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end it soon. But how many? But how many men are like going to sleep every night, sort of like first thing in the morning, checking Hollywood Reporter and wondering like is the it ones me? who know that they could be next. There's a ton, and you can. And and you know what? Fucking all big mad props to Ronan Farrow. Oh man, I'm. I was always been a fan of his, but Me right too. now I'm like, no, he's wow, he amazing. is just fucking just digging away, just he's, plucking the tiles off. He's one been at the time. he's been absolutely fearless. It's been great. I know, I, yeah, but I I'm with you. I've thought about like that, just going to sleep, and it, then I'm make, it's making me think like, who else have I heard of that's been. I know, me too. I and then I'm like, I, I'm certain there's people. And then I'm certain there's ones that I fuck. It could be you, Danny. I don't know. Tomorrow it probably night. is. <laughs> it probably is. I'm grabbing um, you right now. Yeah. Can't see no, that. actually, you're grabbing guys' balls. I'm grabbing guys. Guy, what do you think? Have you ever sexually harassed anybody? I have not. That's enough, guy. Yeah. We've had enough. I have. <laughs> I know you have. Oh my god! When I was a sports producer. Oh my god! You were all in a locker room. No, I know you were all. You were... Oh god! I was like, yo, look at that! Look at that D. You were always about the. Look at them nuts! Look, what? Always what? about those nuts. <laughs> it was 2003. It was like a different time. It's a different though. time. It was a different time. It was when a cute girl could walk through the locker room and say "tight dick dog" or whatever. Yeah, and it, it was, was totally the, fine. I miss those times. Oh, oh god! Oh, man. You know, the only other thing I'd say on this is that. I've been out with like groups of dudes like in the business and there's always I've noticed this. And I've talked to other guys about this, too, that there's always one guy when this topic comes up who is the first thing they say is, um, yeah, I just don't want the pendulum to swing too far, you know, because what, what is it? You know, this and it's like I, it's like I, I have I know like five or six people I know who've like had that was their first reaction and I'm not like look, do you mean like when Woody Allen's reaction was like we don't want it to get where you can't even wink yes, at a woman in the office it, it's, it's like exact, you're not supposed to wink at a exactly, woman in the exactly office it's exactly that and it's like I, like I said I know about five or six men and I just like thinking like oh what huh. I, what what's what's that about do you um, remember that on the Simpsons there was this great old episode where they watch uh who what was that phil hartman character that um, oh oh yeah troy mcclure troy mcclure and he's like i'm troy mcclure and it was the sexual harassment video oh right from like back in the day and it was you know it, it was like you know this is how you say you know great job to a nice open palm smack on the fanny lets her know she's done a well a really well so job great. like <laughs> and everything was just like letting her know a wink yeah. And a nice comment on her hair. That was awesome. And then she, like, it's so fucking hilarious, but... Was this our newsiest podcast? I feel like we really dug deep. I feel like we did, too, but I, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you again. I mean, we should see each other without the microphones. Yeah. That, remember how it used to be? I know, back before mics. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> should we sing You Don't Bring Me Flowers to each other? I know. Anything you want to promote? Uh, no, I think I'm just follow me on Jenny Johnson High Five Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, uh, Danny Zucker at, at Danny Twitter, Zucker. Instagram. Guy, no, no, I can't I'll let you. At the guy DF. At the guy DF. Down to fuck. Dumb Not fuck. The yep. The uh, wearing another cool T-shirt, guy. He's wearing a Bill Murray T-shirt. Dewey, uh, does he have anything to say? Dewey, anything from you? 
sniffing oh, the mic. He, he, just, he looks really confused well, and upset that you were Next week, on. we're going to do one. Are you free Sunday? Free Sunday. Okay, we'll, we'll bring a big guest. We have a couple ideas. But it was nice to catch up with you. Nice to catch up with you. And nice to catch up with you, Guy. Nice to catch up with, nice guy. To catch up with the audience. If you like the Dude. podcast, God knows what's wrong with you. But if you do... Download pre- that bitch. Follow d- download it. Follow. Comment. means a lot. Even if you hate it. Yeah. Comment. It's fine. Just say nice things. Okay. Or we say love mean you. things. We really don't care. But yes, we all love you. Dewey loves you. Guy loves you. Guy Dewey loves you. you. I love y'all. Uh, we love you all. Do me a favor. Uh, don't jerk off in public. Yeah, and just 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 keep your uh, your no no hole to yourself. <laughs> it's your yes yes hole, not your no no hole. No no hole, exactly. That. Okay. Good night, everybody.